This, 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 this show is brought to you by Safety FM. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise, without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen. Thanks for joining us today for TED Speaks with your host, Ted Carew, the Positive Safety Coach. As co-host and Ted's wife, I have the added task of keeping Ted in line and laughing at his jokes, which isn't always easy. My name is Barb Carew. We are coming to you from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, home of the Brewers, Miller Beer, and the Fonz. How could it get any better than that? Our podcast focuses on sharing ideas with business owners and safety professionals to keep employees safe and families together. Our passion for keeping people safe is the reason Total Health and Safety Solutions was created. This is how Ted is able to share his 25 years of safety experience by supporting companies around the globe in their efforts to strengthen their health and safety process. Please join us in welcoming Ali Hamza. Ali Hamza is a health and safety professional from Dubai, United Arab Emirates. He started his career as a security officer, then realized he had a passion for environmental health and safety. Ali has five years of experience in health and safety in the manufacturing industry and is currently working as lead EHS in the packaging and containers industry. He is a certified safety professional from International Associate of Safety Professionals and Nabash certified. IOSH certified, certified COSHH assessor with an academic bachelor's in mass communication. Hey, Ali, how are you doing today? I'm all right, sir. Thank you. How are you? I am great. Thank you for being our first international guest on TED Speaks. We're really excited to have you on. Yes, yes. Thank you. It is my privilege to be with you. Thank you. What does EHS professional look like over in the United Arab area? Emirates, United Arab Emirates. The country have seven states, okay, with a very, very small country. Mm-hmm. But the EH is, looks like everything. You can imagine that the United Arab Emirates have seven states, like seven cities, and three of the cities are the top 10 cities, which are the world's effect of the world. If you Google it, you will come to know. So the like, this is how... EHS working and helping this country to make the world safe as cities. So EHS is a very nice culture, how they are running, the companies how are running. Because the country having more than 8 million expats from different countries, and they want to look after themselves, like when they go back to their countries, they should be safe, they should be healthy. And the government has strict laws and regulations with the companies and organizations are following. And people are much aware from the past. 
and that is why the EHS culture in this country is amazing, which I have seen. I'm witness. Yeah, that's really good to hear. And you're located in Dubai, correct? Yes, I'm located in Dubai. Okay. Can you give us just a brief background on how you got into the safety profession? Well, I started my career as a security officer and I was graduated in mass communication. But in my back to my country, I basically belong from Pakistan. And when I came to Dubai, and this is the first time I just heard about EHS, Environmental Health and Safety, the new terms for me. I just, when I came to know, when I met some EHS professionals, I feel like this is the profession I want. This is the field I want to be in. I want to do that kind of stuff that EHS are doing here. So I get into the EHS and it's been now five years now almost. I'm working as lead EHS officer in manufacturing industry. Within the four or five years, I've done a lot of qualifications and certifications in health and safety. And I have learned a lot of the regulations from OSHA, HSC, from the worldwide countries who has most amazing EHS systems. So this is how my journey is just going on. I'm like just fresher, like five years experience, like youngest guest speaker yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. of your podcast. I'm just 24 years old. Then I realized that I have the passion in EHS and I am just pursuing my career in EHS. I'm honestly speaking, this is the career that I wanted to be. When I was a child, I was thinking, I was thinking that where I should be and what career I should choose. Like, I want to be a doctor, I want to be a nurse, I want to be a pilot or engineer, what I should do. So when I came here, I just got the idea that, no, I just want to be EHS. Well, you definitely have the passion for it, right? I mean, that's really what's probably most important about it. And I don't think there's anybody that came out of high school that we've talked to, at least Barbara and I have, that said, hey, you know what? We want to be a EHS specialist or whatever in the safety business. It just kind of grows on you being able to help people. Honestly speaking, when I go back to my country and when my friends used to ask me, what did you do in Dubai? What is your profession? And I used to say EHS. They said, what is this? <laughs> what is EHS? What is this you speak of? <laughs> yeah. yeah, EHS means what? I said environmental health and safety. Health means you're a doctor. No, no, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> security. No, I'm not a security. Environmental means you are environmental engineer. I said, yes, I'm the mixture of everything. (laughs) Yeah, isn't that true, though? And just hearing you talk about finding your path to safety, we have a couple young adults in our family, our kids, and you're right, finding that path that you want to take isn't always easy. And what we find by having a lot of our guests on is the way they've stumbled into safety is always very interesting. Fascinating, yeah. I think there's a lot of avenues in the safety career that people aren't even aware of. So the EHS profession, yeah, it's great that you found it the way you did, right? Yeah, it's like, I'm just lucky to find EHS. Otherwise, maybe I'm somewhere else. I don't know. I just feel lucky. (laughs) Well, that's good. It's always good to enjoy what you do, right? Exactly. Why do you believe communication is so important in EHS? Well, what I have learned in the last five years The country where I'm currently working have like more than 100 nationalities working together in a workplace. They bring their cultures, they bring their values, they bring their customs and everything they believe. And the major thing which I face is the communication, like how to communicate to them. I have seen a lot of EHS professionals, what they're practicing on their workplaces. 
I understand they post a MSDS, they post the safety signs and everything. But when I visited a lot of organizations and workplaces, and I've seen like there is a signboard, no smoking in English. And there are so many workers who don't know what is no smoking. Like there is only written no smoking in English. And there are so many people who don't understand the English. So like how you communicate your employees about health and safety, this is very important things. I've seen a lot of organizations, they have amazing systems, the documents, they have risk assessment, they have everything, but they never communicate with their employees. Yeah, mm-hmm. we see that a lot. Even they communicate, they did not communicate in the right manners. Like if I say the risk assessment, if I talk about any workplace, mostly workers, they don't know what is workplace, what is hierarchy of controls and what is the engineering control measures. They don't know really because what international we do, we HS professionals do, in the documents, we read and write and everything we do in English, like English mediums. And there are so many things we miss, which is required for them to understand in their languages. For example, I'm from Pakistan. And if I have workers from Pakistan, of course, of course, I have to write something and post some safety signs for them so they understand. All right. So this is like without communication, safety is nothing. Right. You do risk assessment. You post the signs, you give everything, you provide personal protective equipment, you follow the rules and regulations, you do everything. But if you don't communicate in the right manners, means you are not doing the good safety on your workplace. So this is what I feel. The communication is the first, first priority and the major key to make any culture good health and safety in the manners. Yeah. That is so true. Communication is so important. Barb has a bachelor's in communication. You have a communication. So we know the importance of communication, being able to communicate with people on all levels, not just one level. Yeah. And I think what's really important too is I'm sitting here listening to what you're saying. And I think we've all worked for people or have worked with people that know their stuff, but they might not be good communicators. They're true. Exactly. What I've learned in past times, like I just learned one of the EHS professional that what he was telling that you are EHS professional and you work with engineers, you work with HR department, you work with the laborers, the workers, you work with all staffs, okay? And whenever you talk to them, you have to go down on their level and then talk to them. And for example, I'm EHS professional, and if I say hierarchy of control to cleaner, what he will come to know? Nothing. On my workplace where I'm working, the country where almost like 80% of the population is from the different countries who work here, they don't know what I'm saying. So for their better understanding, I have to teach them, I have to communicate in their languages. So talking a little bit about communication and how that can be difficult, especially with the language barriers, how do you think digital communication can improve that gap? Is there a way to use digital communication to kind of help that gap in communication? Well, what I've faced in my workplace, and this is my experience in this country, I can say like you are in the USA and everyone speaks English. Mm -hmm. And it's not a big problem. For me, there are from Bangladesh, from Nepal, from India, from Pakistan. And for your kind information, 
in these countries, they have more than 100 and 100 languages. Yeah, that would be so overwhelming. <laughs> yeah, that would be. <laughs> yeah, I can't even relate to that at all. Barb tells me all the time, I have a hard enough time with the English language. <laughs> True. <laughs> As you can see at the beginning of the show. <laughs> yeah. So have you utilized the digital communication a bit? Yes, I'm using some digital platforms to communicate EHS systems, ah. which I've been implementing in our workplace. For example, what companies are doing right now, they are trying to convert their EHS system in a softwares, in digital softwares, which is easy to use, which is easy to collect the data. For example, if I want to collect the data of accident incidents from the past five years, it will be hard to find the files and everything to do. It will be hard. For example, I have a guest from Dubai Municipality. For your kind information, you have there in USA, the OSHA. But here in this country, we have different authorities. They come and they check the rules and regulations, whether I'm following or not. So I have a visitor from, inspector from Dubai Municipality. Mm -hmm. They are responsible for environment in the organizations. When he came and he asked me the first thing, the environmental reports, the air quality monitoring you have done in the last five years, I want all the reports and the results you have. So I was just collecting the data from different files and checking the files and I just got the data within 10 to 5 minutes. And he was just saying, maybe I'm doing manipulating something. So I was thinking if I have a digital system, it will be much, much easier to find the data and then I can communicate to the authorities, to someone. And if I talk about the communication, why digital is important, in the digital, I can make good presentations instead of I give toolbox talks. Of course, I have to give toolbox talks like in the morning or in the start of every shift. But what if I make a good presentation or I make a word animation video and send to every employees in my company? It will help me a lot. Yeah, I mean, it's all about getting that communication somehow to each employee differently, right? I mean, and that's what we all struggle with as safety professionals. Yes, yes, yes. Ali, I want to thank you for uh, being on the show today. But as you know, being the positive safety coach, we always got to have a little fun with you. And so I know you were preparing for this part, right? <laughs> yes, I have watched some postcards. <laughs> so, and I was thinking how I'm going to answer this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. Here we go. Here's the first one. What did the buffalo say when his son left? Man, man, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a good guess, right? Bye, son. <laughs> which is a type of buffalo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes we have to explain our jokes, so I yeah. don't know if that's too good. We have one more for you here. Actually, I have a question for you. Did you know I'm reading a book about anti-gravity? Okay. And it's impossible to put down. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you got that one. You like that one. I got it. I got your point. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on the show today, Ali. It was my privilege. How can people get a hold of you if they want to learn more about you and your career? I'm on LinkedIn. They can approach me on LinkedIn. And if someone wants to know about EHS culture in this country and someone wants to know about EHS and being HSC professional, young HSC professional, if any younger than me who wants yeah. to come <laughs> in this profession and wants to know, they can hit me in LinkedIn and you can send me uh, WhatsApp. You have my number or email me. My email is ali. HSE01 at the rate gmail.com. That sounds good. This is how people can approach me. Yeah. And thanks for being our guest. 
you covered a lot of good information on communication and the language barrier. So we really appreciate that. Yes, thank you and have a super safe day. Thank you for listening to TED Speaks with Ted Carew, owner of Total Health and Safety Solutions, providing health and safety support to businesses by customizing a safety process to fit their needs, big or small. Please connect at ted.carew at healthandsafetynow.com or visit our website, healthandsafetynow.com to share your safety stories or find out more about how we can work together to ensure your people go home safely and turn an expense into a profit center. Follow us and leave a review on your favorite podcast app. Have a super safe week.